This is the Social Savvy Geek Show with Laura Pansitensio on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. Thank you for tuning in to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm glad you're here. Whether you're catching the live show or replay, thank you for listening. I'm Laura Pensitencio, and last show I talked about how to get set up for success with event marketing systems. Today we will be talking about the best timeline for promoting your in-person event. So I think I've made it fairly obvious over the course of the show so far that I am a planner, but that hasn't always been the case. Um, organization and planning skills are learned I suppose some people may have a natural talent and um, others may need to work harder at it, but I think that can also be said of pretty much anything. Uh, Once I learned the value of organization and planning, I was hooked. I'm also a natural solver of puzzles and marketing timelines are very much like a kind of a linear puzzle. So that's fun for me. I'm going to share a life story with you here and I hope that you can draw from it some parallels to organization in marketing, and it'll kind of show you why I believe so strongly in this. Um, this. This experience has certainly impacted my life in ways beyond what I could have imagined back in the eighth grade, because yes, we're going back to middle school to share the story with you. Thankfully, it is not embarrassing. <laughs> You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pence-Tensio. You can download your free event marketing checklist from socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast and follow me at Social Savvy Geek on Twitter. Today, we're covering the importance of creating a marketing timeline in advance of your event. So the story is coming in a minute, I promise. But I thought that it would be a great idea to show you how I know that getting organized before you start makes all the difference. And that's why this story is relevant at all. So here goes. I was officially diagnosed with ADHD in the eighth grade. I went to um, psychologists, psychiatrists, all the people, they did the tests. um, And it was highly annoying, but they were annoying me on purpose to test me (laughs) for ADD, which is a funny end of itself. But when I went in and I was diagnosed and that's the end of that part of the story, but I was a disorganized mess. Like um, <clears throat> back in, I, gosh, I think it was probably 1989. We had clipboards and we just kept all our pieces of paper on a clipboard. And that was a thing that you did uh, in between classes. And it wasn't really kind of a fad to be organized. And so I went to an occupational therapist after this diagnosis. And this, she was a professional organizer and worked with people with disabilities to help them get organized. So I went, excuse me, with working with her, I went from having this clipboard full of papers where I could never find what I wanted at any given time in this locker that was just, you know, probably embarrassing as an adult, but I mean, it was normal, like kid stuff. Um, but complete disarray. I was in complete disarray. And she tried to convince me that I should take the time to give each subject its own notebook and carry a backpack and switch notebooks for classes. And I thought she was insane. I was like, that sounds horrible and like a lot of work and I don't want to do it. Um, But then she spoke to my burning desire, which was 
you know, at 13 or 14 to have fun. I wanted to have fun. Um, I wanted more time to play video games. I wanted more time to skateboard. I wanted more time to talk on the phone and to play with my friends and to go swimming and do dive team and all the things that I wanted to do. Those were important to me. Organizing my notes was not on my list of things I wanted to do like at all. But she said to me, you love playing video games and you're, you have limited time to do that. I'm like, right. She says, well, what if you went along with me and by doing this organizational system, I could get you more time to play video games. I was like, okay, I'm in. (laughs) So she showed me systems and processes for organizing my school things, my room, you know, everything. And all of a sudden I realized after following her instructions, because of course she was right, that if I went in and organized things and took the time to be organized, that I personally gained my time back and I could spend more time doing the fun things that I was trying to get to by being sloppy in the first place. So that literally changed my life. I have worked on organization and um, checklists and cheat sheets and all those things ever since. And it has served me super well personally in business. And everybody's like, you are the most organized person I've ever met in my entire life. Okay, I learned it from a professional. And then I listened and I took the time to implement. And it's awesome. But I didn't know how to do that. I had to have help. And luckily for me, I think I got that help really early on in middle school. So woohoo. Thanks, mom. (laughs) My mom insisted that I go and it was absolutely, absolutely the best choice. But so learning those systems led to other systems and processes in my life where, for example, I created a concession an inventory system for counting candy and concession items at the Regal movie theaters that I managed for 10 years and saved so many other people time and effort and energy. Um, The customers were happy because they came in and got their orders done faster. The employees were happy because they weren't running around looking for everything all the time. And managers were happy because inventory took a third of the time after I convinced people to implement this planning system. Also, you know, maxed out the mechanical part of the ASFAB and became a combat engineer in the Virginia Army National Guard. And that's just because of I had this organized way of thinking that I learned and then I listened and I implemented. So by now you may be thinking, what does this have to do with a marketing timeline? Well, what it has to do with a marketing timeline is planning upfront saves massive time, energy, and headache later down the road in any activity, but especially in marketing. The more time you save on this system, once it's done once, you can repeat it too, that's a bonus. But you have more time, you gain back time to focus on your message, your clients and the event itself. Because come on, people, the event is going to take just as much planning or more than the marketing for the event. This is not your full time job. unless, like me, you're a full time marketer. But most of my clients are not full time marketers. So marketing gets people in the doors, but it's only the beginning. So I say, let's get this marketing timeline laid out, do the planning up front, line up all your ducks, and then free up your time for whatever is your genius so that you have more time to focus on 
what makes you you and what you want to do and how you want to serve people. Um, I just hope that you could see the parallels between my disorganized clipboard and locker and your disorganized marketing systems or lack thereof <laughs> because I'm not judging <laughs> not at all if you, if you come to me and your systems are a mess or you don't have systems you're completely and totally normal and if you come to me and you have marketing systems and you're super organized and you just need strategy then I also love you because you're more like me now as opposed to me then but I love all of me's I love all the use, so it's good. <laughs> You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. I'll share how to figure out a timeline for your event after this word from our sponsor. Mark your calendars, boys and girls. Social Media Day Denver is coming soon. Every year on June 30th, social media fans around the world come together each year to celebrate the myriad of ways in which social media has radically changed our lives for the better. Join us at Social Media Day Denver, June 30th, 2018. Collaborate with influencers, leaders, and dynamic speakers. Social Media Day Denver is a full-day conference full of recognized leaders in the social media industry, both locally and nationally. You don't don't want to miss out. Join us at Social Media Day Denver, June 30th, 2018, and receive exclusive insider social media knowledge, relevant and actionable content you can apply immediately into your business, make impactful connections and relationships for life, and meet and chat with the experts. This event is enlightening and fun for entrepreneurs and small business owners and anyone else who wants to be a part of this dynamic group of social media experts. Find out more at socialmediadaydenver.com. What is all the buzz about with Boost Biz Ed? Known for the past eight years as Boost Denver to their regulars, Boost Biz Ed Denver connects experienced business educators who have a heart to teach with brave and talented business owners who seek to learn new skills in a free-to-the-public format. By attending these Boost Power Sessions, small business owners and solopreneurs take away immediate, life-changing, actionable items that radically catapult their business trajectories. Please join them the first and third Wednesdays of each month from 9.30 to 11 a.m. That's downtown at the Spaces Ball park location see boostbized.com for more details with each boost session you attend you'll walk away empowered to apply specific action that will immediately improve your business who doesn't want to do that their speaker topics include leadership sales marketing and other subjects vital to the success of any business boost biz ed attracts great people networking happens naturally here before and after all boost sessions again join them the first and third wednesdays of each month from 9 30 to 11 a.m downtown at the spaces ballpark location see boostbized.com for more details now, back to the social savvy geek, Laura Pensatencio on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatencio. I'm sharing with you how to create a timeline for your event. Download your free event planning checklist to save time organizing your pre-event tasks. Follow the show notes at socialsavvygeek.com. <laughs> forward slash podcast to get yours now. Okay, here are a few different ways to use a timeline and they are dependent on specifically what your budget is, what your industry is, and what type of event you're holding. But we're going to give you just two examples of what a timeline could look like so that you can take, you know, take what serves you and leave the rest. Um, so first we've got live mass market events. So and if, if in your industry, you can serve 
a great number of people because you do one specific thing and that thing is your expertise more so than having a particular exact niche, then that's what I mean by a live mass market event. Um, so a method that I've seen work for this is to have a big, large free event. And that could be marketed through um, advertising. It can be uh, enlisting the help of local affiliates. It, there's all different types of marketing. But you get a lot of people into a big free preview event. It's usually just a couple of hours. And that um, could be on a weeknight evening. I've seen work really well. And I'm talking like 800 to 1,000 people, like a big, big number of people. And then from that event, you offer a paid event. And that paid event is longer, could be a full day thing. And then at that event, um, firstly, you they pay to get in, but the price is relatively uh, low. This is kind of the no-brainer offer. Like it's the taste, the trust thing where I've seen it done like, you know, 247 $447, $497, like something where people would just give you their credit card and say, yep, I've got that coming. They've just gotten to like know and trust you enough to where they'll pull out their credit card and pay for the next level event at a, at a reasonable rate. <clears throat> so you've got that. And then from that one day event, what I've seen happen is that you'll be offered uh, into a higher paid other event like immediately, like the next day. So it's now or never. Like you get in right now and you pay and you can come tomorrow. And if you don't want to, you know, pay and come in tomorrow, then you're gonna have to wait. So it's, a, it's developing a sense of urgency and scarcity, getting people really excited. This works really well for super magnetic personalities. If you have a lot of charisma, then this method, you know, could could certainly work for you. And then from that paid event, uh, the next step was actually another uh, add on immediately that you could do that would kind of narrow the scope a little bit to if this is what you want to do, then this will help you and it's additional. And there's another fee. I'm thinking oh, it was like $1,500 or $2,500, some, somewhere in that range. And then from both of those second two events, you were offered into a big exclusive uh, small number coaching program of say five to 10 people. And that uh, was like forty or fifty thousand dollars, so a big ticket event. But now you've been, you know, with the people who are marketing this event for days. Now you know if you like them or not. You know if the systems that they're teaching you are for you or not for you, and that way you have the wherewithal to make a decision: is this for me or is this not for me? And so you can see through this method. It's going from a, a big, large number that's not really pre-qualified a whole lot, aside from perhaps being business people or business owners, but not a narrow niche, not speakers, authors, consultants, exactly. Um, it's just a large number of people, small business owners, very wide, and then narrowing the people down in person at the events by if it meets their needs or not, and by whether they're willing to put out how much money you're asking for. So that's one way to do it. Um, 
the numbers keep going down. The sense of urgency uh, is created. Some of the bonuses for this are things like lifetime access to the program. So once you come once, you can attend again in the future. That builds trust. Um, bring a spouse for either just a lo- low upgrade or no additional fee. If um, if having buy-in from the spouse is important, then you say, you know, bring your bring your spouse. That's another way to make that work. Um, the timeline between the first uh, big wide event and the second paid event was really small. It's like a week or two, really small timeline. And this works for uh, local or not local. This particular one, the person who was doing it was from out of town. So they enlisted the help of local affiliates. So that's one method. Mass market, get a lot of people in the room and then figure out which ones who were there or your people and then upsell them and upsell them. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitensio. You can download your free event planning checklist from socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast to join us in the Social Savvy Geek Insiders group on Facebook. You go to the Social Savvy Geek Show page and hit visit group and then you ask to be in and I let you in. Now, the second method for uh, an event timeline like this is something closer to uh, the event that Monica and I are doing, where we, we're we doing eight weeks out, we blog, and we tell you what's going on, and we're teaching you the things that you're going to learn in the event, uh, so that the event is a full long day, and it's paid. There's no free preview. I have workshops that are paid where I offer the event. Uh, we, we market it online, but there's no free preview. The preview event is a paid event, which means there's going to be teaching. It's going to be exciting. Um, we're definitely setting the expectation before you get there and treating you right throughout it. We'll go into more detail on that on the next show. But for now, the point is that we are advertising this, this event at least six weeks out at least six weeks out, and we're getting uh, local affiliates to help us fill our event. And six weeks, though, it's not, hey, come, and it's next week. This is not that sense of urgency where if you have to be there right this minute or you're going to miss out because we are not that super charismatic, high magnetism salespeople. We're, you know, at at our heart, we're teachers, and we serve people. And that other method um, isn't going to resonate as well with our speakers, authors, and consultants that we're working with. Um, So the workshops lead to the preview event, and then that'll be a full day of value because, again, it's a paid event. So we're going to give value up front. And if people don't go any further than that event, they will have been served and gotten exactly what they expected or more from that event. We definitely want to you know, do the under deliver over, I mean, under promise. Oh my goodness. I can't talk. You know what I'm saying? The under promise over deliver. Yes, that. (laughs) And this allows us to spread out um, the budget with the the radio show and announcements and networking and email marketing and social media campaign and, you know, paying affiliates for helping people come. But between um, that preview event And then our one like next logical step that we're asking people to do is to come into either intermediate or advanced level um, 
group coaching VIP retreat event situation with us. So that's more of a, you came to this event, you know who we are, this is how we serve people. Our next step is this, depending on where you are in your business, you can either have this or that. And there's only two options. It's the same program at different levels for different stages of business. So we can help people decide, are you an intermediate? And you need to actually implement these systems and processes because you're ready to scale? Or are you already having most of this in place and you need to tweak and perfect and make it better and really level up? In which case, you'd want the advanced the advanced program. So it's much less of a get in today or tomorrow or this chance goes away because the timeline, which is what we're talking about, is a few weeks out. We're going to do this usually at least two weeks, if not a month in advance of the other event, because as I said, I'm a planner. I like to give people time to make arrangements for someone to watch their children and to, you know, build this into their budget because a lot of people who would come to the big VIP event may have seen um, the teaching for the in-person event and want to come from all around the world. If the value is presented properly, which we fully intend to do, then I expect someone from Australia would want to come or the UK or, you know, any place where people are listening and learning and saying, yes, I love what you're saying. This applies to me. I want to come. So it's, it's a totally different dynamic. The first event was mass market, high volume, and they're trying to get a lot more people in the room to make it work. Now, what I'm talking about on the second event, we're only looking to fill a room with, say, at maximum 200 people. We're very selective. We want people to really get a full value. So I'm in no way saying that one model is right or wrong. They're different and they're both valuable. They both work. And you have to experiment and figure out what works for you and your business and your audience. Um, I see the value in both. I've attended both. I've purchased from both types. Um, you know, it, but it depends on what is what you're selling. What is the way in which you serve people? Are your audience members going to be served best by a compressed timeline where they take action and they don't lose any momentum? And you know, it's going to serve them to just keep barreling through it. And if you're doing some sort of transformational work with people, where they're going to have a mindset change, or they're going to do, you know, something that's like, you know, what I call the woo woo, this is a very good way to get that done. And what Monica and I are looking at for our things is more drawn out. But we're trying to get people into practical, implementable business systems that Firstly, take a little bit more time to create and you need time to implement them. And it's not something where you're going to experience a great emotional transformation. I mean, yes, it happens. People do cry a little bit, but it's mostly a practical, pragmatic, let's map this out and get it done. And we do, you know, really barrel through some content, but it does not have to be done in such a compressed state to achieve success. So we often do a weekend and then there's implementation past that where people need to follow up and get it done. So there's value in both, but there's two different examples of timelines you can go with. Again, there's no one exact right or wrong way, but there are proven methods that do work. So watch others. 
watch your peers, look at other industries outside of what your peers are doing, because sometimes nobody's doing it right in your industry. That happens. Um, copy what you like and leave what you don't. Experiment with what works. And absolutely um, bring in the advice and help of professionals and people who are doing it right if you like. I, um, I've definitely seen what I like and what I don't like, and I'm very good at reverse engineering. I enjoy a puzzle, but I also have called in help and coaches and people to help me get where I am. I didn't do any of this by myself either. So I've come to them with examples of, I like this, I don't like that. Here's what, here's our outcome, you know, help me wrap my brain around it. And I recommend that you do the same with your people. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. I'm sharing with you time of your marketing for your in-person events. We will hear from special guest Abby Harrison on marketing support for event planning after this word for our, from our sponsors. I'm Jessica Ettinger, CNBC. Major indexes are all higher. The Dow's making up for a little of what it lost yesterday. It is up 139 points now. The Nasdaq is up 12 points. The S&P 500 up four points. Facebook fallout, the data scandal now has CEO Mark Zuckerberg summoned to Europe by the UK Parliament to testify on what's happening with its privacy rules. A UK-based data consultant working for the Trump presidential campaign is accused of exploiting the Facebook data of millions of American voters. Shares of Facebook are down 5% today. United Airlines has suspended all new reservations for pets flying in the cargo areas of its planes. People can still bring them on board inside the cabin. The airline's dealing with a number of mistakes made with people's pets, including one recent death. And lawmakers in Washington are working on a budget plan to try to avoid a government shutdown set for midnight Friday. Larry Elder doesn't understand the uproar over Tillerson's firing. You know, Tillerson was opposed to moving the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Tillerson wants Trump to stay in the Iran Accord, thinks that, that the Iranians are abiding by the terms of the deal. He had to go. So I'm trying to understand what it is that's so disturbing about getting rid of somebody when he's not on the same wavelength that you are on policy issues. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 7, right before Lars Larson at 10, on Money Talk, 1690 AM. Meet John and Jane. They're 55 years old and each have $100,000. John bought a series of one-year CDs, which earn less than 1800 bucks a year. But Jane had a different plan. She put her $100,000 to work with J.D. Melberg Financial's annuity strategies. And when she retires at 65, she'll get $8,972 a year in guaranteed income for the rest of her life. Be like Jane. If you're at least 50 years old, call to get your free quote now at 800-727-8585. You won't find these strategies anywhere else. Call 800-727-8585. That's 800-727-8585. You could get payout rates up to 13.3% of your premium amount backed by top-rated insurance company, Sentinel Security Life. Annuity guarantees are backed by Sentinel Security Life Insurance Company. Optional writers may be available with a charge. Not available in all states. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. 
If you're thinking about new windows for your home, there are three things you should look for. First, a good quality window. Second, an affordable price. And finally, a company that's going to stand behind those windows and warranties in Denver. That's Windows America. Hi, I'm Clyde with Windows America. Help us celebrate our 18th year helping Denver homeowners improve their homes. Call us at 303-920-0175 or go to our website, windowsam.com, and we're going to buy you dinner for two. Let us show you how easy it can be to get new windows. We now return to The Social Savvy Geek, Laura Pence Atencio, on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. You're listening to The Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pence Atencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. We're here with Abby Harrison talking about marketing for events. Abby worked in the corporate world developing and implementing processes for over 12 years. Her experience with business and office management led her to develop strong skills and understanding the importance of organization, communication, processes, and delegation. She started Assist for the Win to bring her big business skill set to entrepreneurs and give them the assistance needed to have the same essential structures that corporations use every day. Her mission is to allow entrepreneurs to have a team where tasks could be delegated. She specializes in marketing, administrative, and client relations work so that entrepreneurs can spend time focusing on what they do best. Abby has three boys, Ethan, Aiden, and Deacon. Thank you so much for joining us today, Abby. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. I'm thrilled. I told you, and I've everybody will know, but I've... Uh, recommended you already a few times on the show. So now people can hear from you for themselves and learn why I say they should be calling you. <laughs> awesome. Well, I appreciate that very much. Oh, you're so welcome. So you work with business owners to plan all kinds of events. We're focusing this season on offline, aka in-person events. Tell us how you decide how far in advance to, to market to fill those seats. So it's, I'm sure you hear this all the time. It depends on the type of event. <laughs> of course um, it does. More corporate event type things. Um, I always say that you should start planning four to six months ahead. Um, just to, you know, establish what your goals are going to be, get the date, get the venue. Um, venues book out super quick um, with all the different things going on here in Colorado or anywhere. Yeah. Um, so you want to make sure you, you get your space and have time to develop, like, what I like to call your event master plan of everything that you need to do. Mm. Um, so four to six months for, for a big corporate event. If it's more of like a workshop or training where, you know, it's maybe going to be 20, 30 people, then mm -hmm. about 90 days in advance is what I usually what I usually coach people to do. You are a girl after my own heart. This was not <laughs> rehearsed, people. Not rehearsed. Nope. You're hearing the same things that I tell you from... My soul sister, Abby, this is why I'm telling you. <laughs> so have you yeah, had people you gotta, approach you at the last minute about local events? And how did that go? <laughs> did you help them or no? <laughs> yes. I mean, I always, I, I never want to say no to, to anyone, especially when it comes to events, because I, I love, I love doing events. They're, they're my jam. And mm -hmm. so if it's something where, Generally, when people come to me th that far, um, like into it, and their events coming up very soon, they've generally done like a little bit of background um, research or something. Mm -hmm. um, not always, but <laughs> it's usually where I can kind of pick up from wherever they left off and help them um, right. with what they need to do. It's usually more like the details um, of 
of exactly what everything is going to look like, and they may just not have the time to do it anymore. <sighs> so I step in and take that off their plate for them awesome. so that they can figure out exactly where what they want to market to. So basically they just got too far into the game and realized that they weren't going to, you know, make that goal on their own. So they need the assist. Yeah, that, for the win. that event planning is not really <laughs> their cup of tea. And perhaps they, they're in a bit over their head and mm-hmm. need, need some assistance from someone who does this, you know, as as their day job. So mm-hmm. um, that's been my experience. People coming to me last minute is more like, oh, my gosh, I want to do this. But I don't like it's so much. I didn't realize it was going to be so much work yes. to help me. Yes, um, exactly. Even if they and I plan. kind of love doing that because then I feel like Superman. <laughs> awesome. Well, and I know yes. because I know you that assist for the win. It's a hockey reference, which I love. Go Capitals. Yep. I mean, sh- yes. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't say it. Don't say that, it. But I'll let it fly to your show. <laughs> yeah, don't taint my show. All right. Right. Uh, so <laughs> we both love hockey. We'll leave it at that. Yes. So, <laughs> so what is your best advice for preparing to work with you or someone like you? So I love when people come to me and they at least have a general outline of, of what it is they're, they're wanting to accomplish what their, what their end game is for mm-hmm. this event. Um, and it's, also very nice if they've already kind of thought about the numbers piece of it and what their budget looks like. Um, even if it's just a one number, like their overall budget mm-hmm. that we can take and break down into different, you know, into the different areas of the event. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's hard when people come to me and they're just like, I want to do this event. Here we go. And, right. and they've, they've really done no, no like soul searching of what they want this event to be. Um, like with anything, it's it's nice if you have a little bit of information to go off of. <laughs> so yeah. I appreciate I appreciate that piece, but definitely budget is a huge thing um, right. because I can't decide that for you. You you know that's so if that's somebody worked with someone like me before they worked with someone mm-hmm. like you, that would be smart. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, um, the, Come up with your end game and a budget would be the, my two key things. I think <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And now. Um, you're a polka dot, and I'm a polka dot. I am. Yes. Yeah. And we get the privilege of working with other lovely ladies who are in the polka dots, like Holly Clear and Katie Myers, and um, you just, you know, everybody. There's so many wonderful people. So that event planning in and of itself um, is ongoing. So yes. I don't know. I'm just like... Now I'm all like, I love those people so much. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's super fun for me because I'm actually like on our chapter's leadership team. I'm the events coordinator, a.k.a. Social Butterfly. Uh Um, And so I not only get to plan events like for my clients, um, you know, on more of like the corporate side, but I also get to plan super fun events Mm -hmm. um, within my polka dot community, such as, you know, like our our happy hour hangouts and Mm -hmm. our you know, bowling nights or whatever that looks like. Um, yeah. So it's super fun because it's, it's more of like the fun event planning. Um, mm-hmm. Not that I, I mean, to me, all event planning is fun because I'm a sport <laughs> when it comes to that, but, you know, more like social activities um, type of thing. Awesome. So it's, it's fun because it's like a different hat, but it's still events. 
So Absolutely. And I love that there's yeah. people who get down into the nitty gritty of events like you do, because I mm-hmm. love the strategy of marketing them um, before, during, mm-hmm. and after. But I don't want to get into the planning of the actual event because I'm not an event planner. Uh, but you're yeah. providing like implementation support. So taking it past mm-hmm. beyond the strategy and actually helping people break it up into pieces. And you do work on behalf of people, if I'm not mistaken. Like, Correct. That's kind yeah. of the point. So, Tell us about that. <laughs> so like with, with the event piece, so um, I, I also do, um, I basically call it like the A to Z of event planning. Like I work with them before the event to, mm-hmm. um, you know, like I said, get that, get the whole plan put together and figure out what we're going to do and like marketing wise, like what needs to be done. And this is something that I can market for you or do we need to seek this, you know, the help of someone who, who can truly market your event to the locations you want it mm-hmm. to go out to and reach the, you know, your targeted audience. Um, and then my favorite part is, is the event itself. I love being there and running, running everything. Um, I'm a huge time stickler, so I'm like oh. the timekeeper of all things. So I have a schedule that is literally, it's, it's like time to the minute of like when things need to go. And it's uh-huh. my job to make sure that happens. I didn't even know you did that. When you're, I learned something yeah, new. Okay, yeah, good. Cause so I have events coming. Event, <laughs> the last thing you want to have to be worried about when it's your event is oh my gosh, is everything running on time? Like what am I doing? Yeah. And you know, that's where I come into play. Um, I will mm-hmm. do that for you so that you do not have to do that. <laughs> awesome. Because that's a role I need yes. filling where I hadn't <laughs> identified a person to do that. So check that off my list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And then also like the post-event follow-up. So, you know, um, like I just wrapped up an event um, for the amazing Trisha Turbinoff, who is also a, a polka dot with yes. us um, for an amazing event she did. We just wrapped up... Um, creating her survey for afterwards and sending that out on her behalf so that we can, you know, you always want feedback from events to know what Mm -hmm. you did well, what you didn't do well, what you can work on better next time. Um, So helping kind of wrap that all up, sending out the thank you cards, you know, whatever that looks like. um, That's also a service that I offer. All the little details Mm -hmm. that need to get done that people panic and go, oh my God, you're telling me to do all these things and I can't do it. And how do I do it? Well, they call you. So if they need that help and they need to call you or contact you, Tell us how they can do that. So you can find me on my website at um, www.assistforthewin.com. Mm-hmm. spelled out, Assist for the Win. Um, I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, all Assist for the Win. Um, I'm on there. You can find me at all the networking events with Polkadot and eWomen. Yes. And I'd, I'd love to connect with anyone who has ever maybe wanted to run an event and is just not quite sure how to do it or it's super overwhelming. I'd love to help you through that. Awesome. I am so glad that you were able to be here. This oh, is, well, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. I'm sure it won't be the last time because you are a font of knowledge. <laughs> so <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Excellent. Well, and on that note, I say thank you for joining us, Abby. You're listening <laughs> to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pence-Tencio. Get your free goodies from our show at socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast. I will absolutely link to Assist for the Win so that you can find Abby on your own. And do stay tuned while I share a few thoughts on making the most of your event when we get back from this break. 
As an entrepreneur, how does this sound to you? Learn how to make your marketing work for you without becoming a slave to your business, even if you don't have a big list. Does this sound like crazy talk? Because it doesn't have to be. This is how marketing is supposed to work. With a proven plan and systems that work, you can make your marketing a powerful, unstoppable force. Monica Miller of Monica Writes and Laura Pence Atencio of Social Savvy Geek have combined their genius to bring you Marketing That Converts. Simple, proven systems that can make the difference between scrambling to find your next client and a thriving business with sold-out events, wait lists for private coaching, and online program sales that used to be out of reach. Visit marketingthatconverts.online to find out more. That's marketingthatconverts.online to learn more. Visit marketingthatconverts.online to find out more. That's marketingthatconverts.online to learn more. Looking for adult education classes, workshops, and seminars in Denver? Colorado Free University offers a wide array of adult education classes in the Denver metro area. Their programs include Spanish lessons and classes and other foreign language classes, CompuSkills computer training classes, as well as arts and crafts classes, dance classes, writing classes, career and business classes and seminars, classes in personal growth and development, performing arts workshops, special events, and much more. They recognize that many of the folks who take classes at CFU are small business owners or aspiring entrepreneurs. An area of focus in their programming is putting together a great selection of social media training and online marketing. These days, you can't do business without learning at least a little about using social media and other online marketing tools for your business. Get more information at freeu.com. That's freeu.com. That's free, the letter U.com. Now, back to the social savvy geek, Laura Pensatencio on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. We're talking about getting the most out of your marketing event. So we've talked about how to come up with your timeline based on your industry, your audience, your needs, and the needs of your audience. And when you're planning your next timeline and how you're going to present your offerings, there's a few takeaways. You want to identify your event style. Is it going to be free or paid? What are you going to offer after the workshop or the class? Like what's the next? step. You don't want to do all of this work to market an event and then let that momentum die. No. Think always about what you're going to do next before you do the thing that you're doing. Know your timeline. It's what we're talking about, but you have to plan it to figure out how much time you have. If there's an event or a time that this event has to happen, then you've got to work from that and do, you know, do your best with what you have. But if you have tons of time to plan. I mean, big conferences, they start 18 months in advance. A major huge event that you're putting tons of budget into, you might be planning a year in advance, especially if you're repeating an event you've already done. Because just because you've done it doesn't mean you don't pay attention to it. It just means it's easier to tweak the second time than it is to start from scratch. So know your pricing structure. Have your bonuses ready for every event. And know how one thing's going to lead into the other with your products, your services, your bonuses, and your events. It all ties together. If this sounds completely overwhelming to you, then hop into the Facebook group 
at the social C- the social savvy geek show insiders on Facebook and ask questions, get more help. It's awesome. So ensure there's enough promotional time before your first event in your timeline. So if it's a workshop or class or a big free event, make sure you've left yourself enough time before you get started so that you're not scrambling to catch up. That's why we're talking about this timeline stuff in advance. And don't panic. Remember, we just heard from Abby Harrison at Assist for the Win. You do not have to do all this stuff alone. No. You've got me to help you with strategy. You've got Abby to help with implementation. You can get this done and you don't have to do it all by yourself. All you have to do is reach out and help is here for you. I just felt very much like Dumbledore when you're in the dark. Turn on the light like, oh, I'm a dork. I admit it. Okay. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. We're talking about marketing timelines for your events. And now is the time for questions and answers. Okay, first question. I have several workshops coming up in which I want to upgrade the participants into a higher level workshop. However, I keep changing my timeline on it. What are some tips you have for me to stick with a timeline or to even create one for myself? Hmm. Well, I'm going to take that question backwards. First, create one for yourself. (laughs) And do put it on your calendar. I teach the whole calendar class with like the sticky notes. The reason we have sticky notes is because life happens. Someone could get sick. Um, you know, you could have a, a change in your schedule. Um, an event venue could go unavailable. Like there's a lot of stuff that could happen. So use sticky notes until you get a concrete date, then use a Sharpie. But, um, you know, and also then put it in your Google calendar. But I would say as far as if you keep changing it, you have to ask yourself, are you changing it because you had to? Are you self-sabotaging? Because if you're changing it, because something that's coming from that has changed, if the end result or the end event attached to the workshop has changed, and you're working backwards, well, then it makes sense to change it. But if you're just changing it because you're chickening out, well, don't do that. So If you've changed it for a reason, then don't do anything differently because you need it to. If you're changing it because you're feeling wishy-washy or you're scared, um, even if you didn't think that, but now you're like, oh, yeah, that's true, then uh, announce it. Announce it to the world. Put it on the calendars. Tell people once you've put it out into the world, you're going to feel a little bit more motivated uh, to keep that commitment. So if you're having trouble keeping commitments to yourself, two things. Find someone with the woo-woo to help you and also announce this thing to the world and just make it happen. All right. Second question. What bonuses are the most popular to use for my live event? (laughs) I don't know. What's your live event? (laughs) But okay. So examples of bonuses. I mentioned a couple earlier. Um, Bring a spouse. Lifetime access to the event in the future if it's uh, the like a workshop style thing that people would get benefit from uh, repeatedly. Like my calendaring workshop, for example, is something that I do every single year. So if someone were to repeat that year after year, they would still get benefit. So if I charged a higher price for it and said, you can come every year, that would be a benefit. Um, Or perhaps a reduced price for future visits. So if one of my workshops is $297, which is a true story. But I said, if you come again in the future, it's 199 
Well, that's a bonus. It's a good idea. Maybe I'll do that. <laughs> so those are some examples. If you want specific bonus ideas for your event, hop in the Facebook group, tell me what your event is, and I will tell you what bonuses you might consider trying. Next question. Do I have to start off with a free event? Is that even a good model to go with? No, you don't have to start off with a free event, and it can be a good model to go with. Uh, two cases <clears throat> excuse me, that spring to mind where that would be a good idea are one, if you're new and you're still like establishing yourself as an expert, you might do just a few. Don't keep doing them for, you know, perpetuity, but like a couple of events when you're brand new to get testimonials, find out that you're doing the right thing, get buy-in, build your audience, that kind of thing. If you're past the new stage, then free is good when you're doing mass market. If you're trying to get a lot of people to come in and you want a thousand people in your room and you only need, say, 50 of them to um, purchase from you to make your, all your money back, then that's a good time when free would be good for you. Um, it's just a different pricing model. So you can make free work, but you do not have to. So it's, it's entirely up to you. <clears throat> Excuse me. What if no one signs up for my next event? I think we've covered this one in the past, but... If you're new, it could happen. Um, typically, I would say uh, use that time for something else this time and then see what went wrong and do it again. Especially if it was a workshop, then announce it again and, and go. You've already done all the stuff leading up to it. So try again. I have heard stories of people who you know, raking in six figures, million dollar earners now who struggled at the very beginning with getting their rooms full. So if this happens, you are not alone. You're not a failure. You had one, one thing that didn't go right. So do it again. And if it doesn't work, do it again. Just keep going. So that's my answer to that. It's always just keep going, do it again. Ask people for advice, tweak a couple things and try again. Last questions. If I am not local and I want to hold an event, then what are your suggestions for my timeline and promotional activities? You know, I don't think that whether you're local or not local really affects the timeline all that much. But if you're not local, you're going to need to decide whether you want to invest into um, online advertising or uh, if you can get some people who are local as affiliates to fill the room for you. Usually it's some combination of those, but you want to figure out where you want to put your emphasis based on if you have connections where you're going or not. If you don't have connections, the affiliate thing's probably not going to work. But if you can develop relationships where you're going ahead of time, then I would do that. I guess that would extend your timeline out. So develop relationships in places you think you're going to go. As an example, I want to go to Australia next year. So I'm developing my relationships in Australia right now. If you're there, hey... <laughs> and the year after that, um, let's say 2020, I want to go to the UK. I'm already talking to people there now. But as we've already established, I plan things to a ridiculous level. You don't necessarily have to do two years in advance. All right. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatencio. Listen to past episodes at socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast. We've been talking about making the most of your marketing efforts before, during, and after your event. If you're just tuning in on KDMT 1690, Denver's Money Talk Radio, you can catch the replay on iTunes. If you're already listening to the podcast replay, yay! Either way, thank you for being here. Announcements. 
April 12th from 6 to 9 p.m. in Arvada, Colorado at Office Evolutions. Monica Miller is hosting Blogging Made Easy for Business Owners, an interactive workshop where you'll learn how to create your content all the way down to getting visibility after you hit publish on your article. Tickets are $47 per person and space is limited. Go to socialsavvygeek.live forward slash blogging made easy to register. We are a proud sponsor of Monica's event. Upcoming marketing success workshop series from me, uh, the 4th, 11th, and 18th of April at Office Evolution Southlands, and that is in Aurora. There you will learn to plan and implement the nine pillars I teach on this show, and you may get more details about that at socialsavvygeek.com forward slash workshop. I keep it simple, folks. Workshop. If you're outside the Denver area, don't fret. This next announcement is for you no matter where you live. I am opening up a small group coaching and mastermind program online. It's open no matter where you are. It is limited to a maximum of five participants. It will be by application only. Go to socialsavvygeek.com forward slash group program. There's two P's in the middle of that because group program to see details and apply right now. Join us next time as we talk about why you need funnels before, during, and after your best event. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have a question for you. Answer me on the Social Savvy Geek Insiders Facebook group. How far ahead do you plan your events? And I ask this because I would really like to hear what you're up to. What are you doing? What's working for you? What's not working for you? You can tell well, moving my microphone. You can tell me as much or as little as you're comfortable sharing a group, but it is it is not like public out where every single person can see it. You have to come in. So, um, but it's you know don't share anything there. You wouldn't share a regular business networking event. You're just going to get uh, more focused, uh, specific advice and answers on that. But I will tell you this: when you're thinking to yourself. I'm struggling with this and it's not working for me and I'm doing it wrong and people are going to judge me. No, you're normal. This happens to everyone all the time. And until you, until something clicks for you and you get it, you're not doing it right. But it's not, it's not you. There's nothing wrong with you. It just means you haven't found the right combination yet. It hasn't clicked yet, but don't give up because I'll tell you in the past, there's times where I was you. I was that person who was like, this is not working. What am I doing wrong? I don't know. And I figured it out by myself with help, by reading and, you know, just putting all the things together. So if you don't have systems and processes in place that are working, that's okay. It's kind of like people saying, well, I don't want to go to a bookkeeper because my stuff's a mess. Yes. We know that's why you need a bookkeeper. They're used to people coming to them if with, with a shoebox full of receipts. Now, do they want you to keep doing that over and over once they're starting to help you? No. But your first time going in, that is fully expected. It's okay. And you're in the right place. And so just think about that in your head. If you're like, no, I'm too much of a hot mess. That's fine. That just means you need to start from the beginning. So thank you for joining us today on the Social Savvy Geek Show. I appreciate you very much. I'm so glad you spent spent this time with me here. Please do join us on Facebook in the Social Savvy Geek Insiders Facebook group and join our conversation online.